Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Welcome, guys, to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. <laughs> Hey guys, what's going on? I hope that you're all doing well. I hope you're having an amazing week and that great things are entering your life. Today, guys, we are going to be talking about a very important topic. It may sound boring, I know, but we're going to be talking about the vagus nerve. This is a vital nerve in our body. We're going to be talking about what this nerve is, its functions, and how our stress and anxiety can inflame this nerve, causing a lot of other dysfunctions in our body. We're going to be talking about who came up with this theory, and there's also ways that we can test to see if this nerve is inflamed. And then I'll talk about the ways we can stimulate, nourish, and strengthen this vagus nerve. So this is very important to for our overall health. And when I was studying this, I was blown away by some of the things that I found out. And I actually found out that I have a little dysfunction of my own vagus nerve. <laughs> so if you want to stick around to the end of this, when we do the testing, you might be amazed. And I'm not a medical doctor. This is information that is from psychiatrists, scientists, doctors that have created this information and I'm sharing it with you guys. But before we get in to this topic, guys. <laughs> this is something, you know how I always have to share something, right? So today, I want to share something with you that kind of goes along the lines of good health, okay? So I was talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago about how I wanted to try celery juice. So I wanted to start juicing but I just hadn't gotten around to getting a juicer. Well, guess what? There was a package at my post office. I took that sucker, brought it home, got myself a couple stalks or whatever you call them of celery and I juiced out. How I found out about this information was I started to watch a guy called the medical medium. He is, his name is Anthony William. He is a medical medium that ever since the age of four, he's been able to read people's conditions, health conditions, and tell them how to recover from their health. I know this sounds a little out there for some of you, but I have gone to an event where there was a medical medium. I guess you call them medical psychics, whatever you want to call them. She was there. There was a hundred people in the room and she would just pick out certain people and tell them what 
issues they were having that they were unaware of. And she did approach some people that were aware of those issues already. So it was a pretty incredible experience. And he has found this gift at age four. And he has been doing this for all these years, working with a lot of celebrities. Celery juice is extremely healing for the body. I had to try it out, which was super easy. I have to tell you, I really thought it was going to taste disgusting and nasty, but I was pleasantly surprised. It literally just tastes like celery. That's it. I mean, I've only just gotten scared because people on the internet were like, oh, it's disgusting, but it's celery juice. It tastes just like you're chomping on a piece of celery. It's just in liquid form. The only thing that I would recommend is if you're going to try this, try it in small quantities first <laughs> because it will move through you, okay? So some of the benefits of this celery juice from the medical medium standpoint are it is critical for chronic acid reflux. It fights autoimmune disease. It helps restore our adrenals. It contains undiscovered sodium cluster salts that reverse illness. It neutralizes and flushes toxins out of the liver and it helps eradicate strep bacteria. Also kills Epsom bar, whatever that is, and shingles. It brings down the toxic liver heat its powerful weapon for SIBO and bloating. And it also repairs the hydrochloric acid and liver bile production. So there is the breakdown of some of the benefits of celery juice. So if you didn't already know that, see, now you know. <laughs> but he does have some books out. I'm all about good health and I just wanted to share this wonderful, insightful information. So enough of the celery. So let's get into this topic tonight on the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve, the Latin root of vagus means wander because this nerve wanders so far into our body. So the vagus nerve is one of 12 cranial nerves, okay? The cranial nerves are pairs of nerves that connect the brain to different parts and organs of the body. So the vagus nerve is the main communication system between the brain and the organs. It is the longest nerve and it is like the super highway. All animals have this large primitive nerve, including fish. So this nerve originates from the medulla, which is the lower part of the brainstem. And this freaking baby travels all the way from there, all the way down, down, down to the abdomen cavity, <laughs> okay? Goes all the way down to the stomach. This is an extremely busy nerve. You've heard me speak about the autonomic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. So this vagus nerve is the main component to that parasympathetic nervous system. So 80% or more of this nerve, of the nerve fibers are dedicated to sending signals. So this nerve is responsible for a lot of things, for our mood, our stress levels, pain levels, inflammatory response, breathing, emotions, digestion, 
heart rate, certain reflexes even for coughing, sneezing, and swallowing. This theory about how trauma impacts the vagus nerve was introduced back in 1994 by a distinguished university scientist and professor of psychiatry, author of The Polyvagal Theory, Stephen Porges. Great information out there. He has coined the term neuroception to describe how our neural circuits distinguish what situations or people are safe or dangerous. A quote from Porges said, This is the love nerve in your body. It is the caretaking nerve in your body. So this is the importance of this nerve. But when this nerve is dysregulated due to our stress, when the two-way signal system isn't operating properly due to this, this high stress, these signals can get changed and a little wonky. This stress and the anxiety of fatigue can inflame this nerve. So when we're constantly working in overdrive due to say trauma or chronic stress, this inflammation of the nerve will increase our risk of disease. Also, I want to add that some other chronic conditions like alcoholism and diabetes can play a huge part in damaging the vagus nerve along with some of the other nerves. So the vagus nerve is basically its own physical entity, just like all the other nerves. So these can suffer damages from whether it's a physical or emotional trauma. Chronic inflammation is the most common sign for poor vagus nerve function. Let's give you some ideas on low vagal tone. What is linked to this, okay? If it's a little dysregulated, you're gonna look for chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, depression and anxiety, PTSD, migraines, cluster headaches, heart disease, Parkinson's, diabetes, autoimmune diseases like MS and arthritis, obesity, cancer, ADHD, IBS, SIBO, leaky gut, asthma, other symptoms of a possible inflamed vagus nerve are nausea, heartburn and dizziness, tachycardia, stiff neck, sweating excessively, fainting. It can create a B12 deficiency. Like I said, mood swings, even seizures. Foods that are very high in fat, high carbs, the crappy junk food that many people eat, even spicy foods can also make this nerve backfire. This is according to Mark Cirrus. He's a doctor of oriental medicine. Now, there are tests that can be done. One would include allowing the doctor to stab you in the back of your throat (laughs) with a device to see if you gag, okay? Checking that gag reflex. And if a person doesn't gag, there could be a problem with the vagus nerve. Or you could just brush the far back of your tongue like we all should be for good hygiene (laughs) and see if you gag that way. Another way is going into the mirror, opening your mouth really wide and keeping your tongue down. And if you have to hold it down with something, you can use your toothbrush again and whatnot. 
have a clear view of the uvola. That's the thing that hangs down from the top of your throat, right? <laughs> okay. And what you do is when you're opening your mouth, you're going to watch that uvola and you're going to say, ah, uh, and do that a few times. It should sound clear for one, but it should also not move to one side. Okay. Now, guys, when I did this first, first of all, my uvola is already lopsided. Okay. It's not centered. It's hanging over to the left. And when I did my ah sound, it was still hanging to the left. This should be centered. So I go and look it up. Double check, right? It says when it's elevated to the left, the uvola will deviate toward the left side because the right side is weak and it could indicate a deficiency in the ninth and 10th cranial nerve, which the 10th is the vagus nerve. So you guys, you will have to tell me, <laughs> I should post polls on seeing <laughs> some of your feedback, but I want to know if this is common. I almost want to like tell people to open their mouth so I can see that uvola and how it's hanging, right? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but there's plenty of information out there. Just go check and see if your uvola is hanging straight and center. <laughs> center stage in the back of your throat, <laughs> okay? Now, there's so much more, obviously, that is involved with the vagus nerve and other things that can highly impact the vagus nerve as far as car accidents, other things. But obviously for today's topic, I was basically just talking about the stress and the trauma and anxiety of this. So I wanted to share that with you. So if you want to learn more about it, there's a whole slew of information out there. You could go check all that out online. And to help you stimulate and strengthen your own vagal nerve is what I'm going to share with you will improve your, your mental and physical health. And it can also activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And when we do this, it helps us to relax faster after a stressful event, right? So this can also keep us, these, these things I'm going to share could keep us slimmer and more heart healthy. Some things that were covered in the polyvagal theory were Things like probiotics, zinc, fasting, cold showers, gargling. There's things like yoga and tai chi, even laughter, chanting and singing. It's about using that, that nerve and your, the vibration of that sound and what it can do. Prayer, deep breathing, and meditation, getting involved with positive social connections, expressing gratitude. There's also things like EFT and EDMR. There's also something called the cranial sacral therapy. And this is a hands-on non-invasive technique that re it actually relieves the compression in the bones of the head, sacrum, and the spinal column. And it's very, very relaxing. There's some of the things that you can try. That sums it up, guys. I mean, I'm going to do some work on my on my vagus nerve. 
I never would have even known about whether my vagus nerve was damaged or not. And maybe it's just something that I've had my whole life where my uvola is lopsided. <laughs> maybe I was just born with it. <laughs> or maybe it's just things that I've gone through in the past being in like that high anxiety scared moment all the time has done some damage to my vagus nerve and there are exercises as well you can massage there's certain points in your ears that you can massage and that's hard for me to share because I don't have like a video but go online like I said and you're gonna find a lot of information out there that you know on YouTube that they'll share on certain points in the on the body that help you to get your vagus nerve regulated again. I'll have to share my journey with you as far as this to see if this uvola ends up getting centered. I really don't know. But I would love to hear your feedback <laughs> on your experience. Is it, you know, I mean, just share with me what you feel comfortable with or you don't have to share at all. I just hope that you guys got something from this information. That's what my hopes are for every podcast that I put out. I am super grateful for all of you. And I look forward to coming back again soon. I might be back this week. If not, I will definitely be uploading next Tuesday morning. Okay, guys, I hope that you all stay well. Be healthy. Work on those Vegas nerves, baby. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.